Yeah, you click record on Audacity. Three, two, one, go! Right, as it started. Uh, welcome everyone to the Talking Music Podcast episode four, right? Yeah, four. Um, we finally, finally, after two episodes of many trying, pain. M- many, m- much, many, much, many pain, <laughs> much pains, uh, we finally got Luke on. Uh, we tr- he was going to be the guest on episode two, but instead yeah. that didn't happen. So I brought Tom on again. Then it was going to happen, and then on episode three, and then we went into lockdown. So Tom, uh, Luke couldn't do it because he couldn't come over, and I didn't know Luke had a Sucks. microphone <laughs> until like what three days ago. <laughs> so yeah, basically, yeah. essentially less than half a week. Well, welcome, Luke. Uh, to the the Mixolydian, Mixolydian community, I'm just rimming that um that mode right now. I'm just naming everything after it: Mixolydian music, Mixolydian Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's um, brilliant. Who are you? To- who Tom? <laughs> who are you, Luke? Tell us who you I are. I am Doctor Beasley. I have six Grammys, five PhDs, and a Nobel Peace Prize. He's got six Grammys for being just. He's so intelligent to the yep. point where I they just they just gave him a music awards. award as well, even though he mm-hmm. just he plays guitar a little bit. Um, I already had the awards and I got more. Um, all of those awards at the age of fifteen. Yeah, um, that's, uh, that's, uh, how <laughs> no, old, that's um, how old I am. <laughs> re- realistically, um, Luke is is a fifteen year old. He's in my school. Um, he pretty much performs the best in our school so yeah like unfortunately unfortunately so i thought i'd bring him on uh this po- episode of the podcast is not gonna be about uh music maybe a little bit but well, you we're just gonna talk about a little bit about music and then the rest is probably gonna be about physics um i'll list the topics now luke's gonna um talk about his the specs on his pc because i'm interested in tech and stuff the microphone he's got um, we're going to talk about yeah. our GCSE speech thing, which is about like uh, <laughs> physics. Um, yeah, of course. The chance of uh, we're just going to talk about aliens, um, the Fermi paradox, and how everything could just be a simulation. So, yeah. literally everything. Um, Sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go join our Discord. Uh, link is down below. Um, Follow Instagram, uh, the Mixolydian Music Productions, that's it. Um, Subscribe, like, um, whatever the hell you do on Spotify, I don't know, follow, I don't even know what you do, to be honest. Um, It's like like a heart, isn't it? Yeah, you can like favourite it or something. Um, You can follow the podcast as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've done that with a couple podcasts, actually. Um, And I have a website, www.mixolydianmusic.co.uk. Um, for all of those links, but they will also be in the description. Um, actually, can I be asked to put them in the description, or should I just keep them on the website? Well, you know, just give people I put one them option, separately? that's the one they'll take. Two options yeah. is just too confusing, you know? People won't decide yeah. to go and look. Why is there dust in my boom arm? What the hell? Ugh. That's disgusting. Um, speaking of boom arm, what microphone do you have, Luke? Because I didn't it's know you had it, but now you do. It's a snowball mic. It's uh, I think it's a condenser mic. It's 
Uh, yeah, it is notorious, uh, the blue snowball. Um, there are also the blue yeti as well. Um, yeah, yeah. That, like, everyone also uses, uh, which is also a USB mic, but I'm pretty sure the snowball's cheaper. But uh, Yeah, I think it's, it retails at, like, £50. I think I got it yeah. for a bit less than that. The yeti's, like, 100 quid, so makes sense if you ever want to increase audio quality but why would you want to do that because like it's not like you're <laughs> you've got a podcast exactly. or anything <laughs> no um, no no <laughs> i'm i'm trying to get like i'm trying to accumulate um like a setup so i'm gonna read out um my kind of things i'm gonna be building over the years so First of all, the first thing I'm going to need is an interface that'll handle all of this. So there's people um have been saying get like a um a mixer or a handheld recorder, but to be honest, I can't really be I don't really want that because I want to record it straight into Logic, you know? Yeah, of course. So um the the uh, the interface is called uh, called the M Audio Air 19214. So it's got a 192 kHz um frequency i don't know why you would need that because you can only hear up to 20 kilohertz but okay um it's 200 pounds which is a lot but it's got four xlr inputs which is really good it's all got um you know the thing i was talking to about audacity with minus 24 minus 18 minus 12 all those levels it's got that built in on an led which is really cool it's also like a um it's kind of at a slant so it's kind of it's at a slant it's got a huge like knob on it to control the volume which is very handy it's got two headphone outputs um and but the problem with that is i'm gonna need splitters and as i've told you before you lose quality i'm gonna try and get splitters that don't lose quality but that'll be like an extra 12 quid it's ridiculous but uh yeah um i would like to get a um a boom like you have because i know i can put my yeah, snowball the boom, on boom. arm is really is really nice to have um i yeah. much prefer it from a tripod because you can just put it wherever you want no matter where you're going it's just really it's so really fluid useful. as well yeah just it's nice it. you i thing is right don't get it i wouldn't get a cheap one because they yeah. although they're cheap yeah but they're not nice quality they have springs and they're just not nice you got to go with something to just like 70 quid or something it's expensive yeah. but what one do you have um, I have a cheap one, which is why I'm telling you to get a more expensive one because I have a <laughs> yeah. newer boom arm. So it's N double E W E R. I reckon it'll be good for you. I reckon if you wanted it, then you could. You it wouldn't really mind to you, but you know I don't really like it because it's not very nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm thinking for boom arms. Uh, I want the the Rode PSA one, which is kind of like a, the seventy five quid. Uh, type thing, but I'm kind of changing my mind on to going with actually uh, going with Blue. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. you know the company. Yeah, Blue Compass. Yeah, because your your microphone is the compass. I'm so retarded. Uh, the Blue Compass as the boom arm. It's really nice. It's like thick. And um, yeah. can you see my webcam, Luke? Uh, yeah, the GoPro there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Can you yeah. see me? Yeah. So you see, see like to the left of here, you see it's got uh, like yeah. this. Um, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, it's got this like um, it's like the two frame. pieces of metal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then that, when you stretch that out, it like kind of clamps together. But um, yeah. So oh, it's yeah, like yeah. the blue compass is essentially it's the same boom arm, but it's got no springs and it's one big thick one. It's a big thick oh. metal frame and it looks a lot nicer. It all the wire also goes inside the boom arm, so it's just that a lot cool. cleaner. Um, yeah, than, yeah. You know, 
depth than the um, this one and the Rode PSA one. So I'm thinking of yeah, going yeah. that because it's just so much nicer. But um, then, so that interface, those boom arms. So I'm going to need four of them. So the boom arms alone is 400 quid. Wow. That, like that is, that is it's a Because I need, if you think about it, if I want four people on, it's going to be four. And I do plan on getting like four people on at some point. That um, will be awesome, to be fair. Yeah, it will. It'll be sick. But, but um, So four of that. Actually, no, I'm thinking getting three of them because I've already got a boom arm by here. So course, um, yeah, whoever is, whoever's the least... Ex- in it. Whoever you don't like. <laughs> yeah, whoever's the least experienced in audio can have this one because they probably won't just, be touching the microphone. Just bring along like someone, a newbie every week and just give them that. Yeah, no, because the thing is, right, is when if you're involved in audio and you know about audio, then you keep touching the microphone to bring it closer to you. And you'll notice I do that a lot. And a lot of podcasts do that. Um, The microphone I'm planning to get is the Shure SM7B with the um, FET head, which is like a uh, the FET head is essentially like a clean gain booster because the SM7B is very quiet. So if I put that into my interface, it'll be very quiet and I'll have to ramp up the game gain, which will then make it very noisy because they'll have a lot of static so the fet head essentially is a clean version it just makes it louder um and that's 411 quid wow <laughs> for a microphone so what we're we looking at for total price oh total price is like setup? total price is like a grand or something it's yeah. the ultimate do you think setup it's I'm, well go on do you, do you think it's achievable yeah it's achievable it's definitely achievable um the SM7B is it's expensive. However, it's like it's alright. It's because if if only I have it, then that's fine. Obviously, the dream setup will be everyone to have it, but that's one point six thousand. Yeah. So I don't plan on that's spending that with microphones. But yeah, um, and then the other microphones I'm gonna get two of. Uh, they're called the. The Rode Pod mic, they're £100 each. They sound pretty good because I've got this one and I'm planning on getting the SM7B. So, yeah. yeah. And if we ever need extra microphones, Adam's got some. So. And, and that is... You, um, you need a, a new computer as well. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. I've got that planned <laughs> uh, this year. Um, yeah. I've talked about the iMac previously that I plan on getting. Um, I've talked about yeah, it before yeah. on, uh, I think it was episode one or two. And three, actually. Yeah. I talk about it a lot because I'm very obsessed. I'm very happy. And yeah, I can't you love your iMac. It's okay. Yeah, I do. I've done a shit ton of research. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So, tell me, t- chuck us those specs of your um, of your uh, computer then because, you know, I'll, I want to know what, what your main driver is. Well, uh, my daily driver, my beast. Well, I say it's a beast. not even that good. Well... <laughs> For average, well, 16 gigabytes of RAM. Mine, but, mm. uh, we got octa-core i7-3770 CPU. Uh, 3.4 gigahertz. That's pretty good. And um, we've got a 16... No, it's a, I think it's a 6 gigabyte uh, GTX 1060. Uh, not TI, but I don't really mind. Uh, and I'm running uh, Linux. Uh, Kubuntu. Uh, why do you decide... Why do you go decide to go um, Linux then? Because, uh, but by the way, Linux is an operating system that um, people use, like like Windows and, and like uh, Windows, uh, but and, well, uh, uh, Mac OS. <laughs> I was pressured by Cal. No, no, no. yeah, um, it sounds like it. Um, 
uh, <laughs> to be fair, before I had Linux, I had uh, Windows 7. And shortly before I made the switch, Windows 7 stopped getting uh, security patches or something. I can't remember. Yeah. It, it stopped getting updated. And I was actually getting tired of it. There was a lot I couldn't do. And it was slow. Yeah. I was looking in, like, um, control panel, whatever it's called, and, like, half my RAM was being taken up by Windows system processes. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So, well, what I should have done in hindsight is made, um, like, a dual boot uh, SSD with, with two separate operating systems on there. But, nope, I just nuked Why would Windows you do that? 7. Uh, Why so would you choose to go with Windows? What like, what's the benefit, is, you know? What happens then is, if I didn't like Linux, I could just go back to Windows. Because um, what happens then is you have, like, two computers on one disk. It's disk partitioning, is what it's called. Can you hear me? And so you can have your Windows drive and your Linux drive separate, and then when you turn on the computer, you simply choose which one you want. My microphone just just disconnected by accident. It's fine. You keep going. Uh, Okay. No, okay. it like it like it's like it's really weird. The XLR cable is very sensitive, so if I touch it, it'll come out. But yeah, go on. Did, did you lose any recording? Uh, well, no. I just heard me. You just missed out me saying, "Did you hear me? Can you hear oh, me?" Oh right, okay. So it's yeah, fine. I didn't, I didn't but carry on, it, yeah. yeah. Carry okay, on. Anyway, um, so you can either boot into Windows or your Linux. Uh, and you know, obviously, if you remove your Windows, you have to buy Windows again, and that's uh, yeah overpriced. But Nope, I just nuked Windows away and made my whole disk Linux. And uh, I, do I regret it? Not really. It's a bit more high maintenance than Windows, but a lot. It's it's a lot more. It's not more fluid, but it's faster and yeah, it's cleaner. You have to do a, probably. You have to do a bit more at the start, but the payoff is good. Yeah, the games run better on Linux then. I would say uh, 15 to 20% frame increase for me, but I'm sure that uh, varies by system. That's pretty good. On Windows so 7, like I if think you... I was running my flight simulator, nearly maximum graphics. Uh, in the cockpit, I was hitting like 30 FPS or something, and now I'm on yeah. like 45. I think the ideal is 60. Yeah. 60 uh, is, the ideally... night is probably the smoothest, and then getting any more FPS is because you're on a game that is not very demanding, like Minecraft or something. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Where you end up starting yeah. getting, like, you have to limit your FPS. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, Wait, why I mean, would you start limiting your FPS? I don't understand. I've never understood that. Like, why would you put a frame cap? I'm, I'm not sure, actually. I think it's when you're getting ridiculous amount of frames. Like, if you had a, uh, I don't know what the newest NVIDIA cards are, like the GTX 3080 Super the, or some ridiculous yeah, 30, crap. Yeah, the 3080 came out, um, and, and it's so much cheaper and so much more, and more powerful could be than running, the 2060. Um, Minecraft like max graphics RTX on everything and you could yeah. still be getting like I don't know 300 FPS I think yeah. it's to Sounds like preserve it. the system I think it's to reduce the strain so that you know rather than using up 50% of your CPU to gain you another 200 FPS you can't even see the difference yeah because you, just, you haven't got the monitor for it yeah like you, you because you probably you don't have a 300 FPS. hertz monitor you know <laughs> vision <laughs> or, or a monitor, no. I think mine's yeah. 144 hertz. It just oh, gets to a point where Do you know what mine is, but, Luke? What is 30, it? 30 hertz. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. You, ah. Oh, do you want to you know the um the display resolution? What is it? What is it? It's like 
seven six eight. So it's like something by what? seven it's six like eight. Seven six so, eight by nine eighty or something like that. I think. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I think it's like eleven twenty by seven six eight or something. So you've got nineteen twenty <laughs> ten by ten eighty. Mine is below that and seven six eight. It's I literally seven twenty p. I got two displays here: nineteen twenty by ten eighty. And to be honest, I haven't even checked the other one. I just um, it's like portrait. I've moved it so it's portrait, so I can read emails oh. and stuff. It's oh, that's I bet handy. I imagine that setup is beautiful. Because you can just like scroll, and there's just so much text on a page. That's, it's yeah. how I became a, a great physicist. <laughs> you just read through forums on that forty-two yeah. inch Wikipedia massive. <laughs> yep, up to the ceiling. It's brilliant. Now, because you are, come on, microphone, move, would you? Because you are a trusted <laughs> physicist. Of course, w- yes. Would you say that Wikipedia is a good source? Um, I read an analogy about Wikipedia. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> go on then. Um, it's a, it's like two boys coming together in a football field and saying, "Let's build an aeroplane." And then over the years, people just turn up and attach bits on. You know, ten years later, someone just comes and takes away all the wings and the engines and everything. You end up with a mess. But in my opinion, I I trust Wikipedia. Um, yeah. Yes, anyone can change it. But let's be honest, why would anyone do that, like, A, and B, like, why would they have the time to just go on, like, I don't know, uh, I suppose someone could go on the moon landings and say, just delete the whole thing. But you, it should be fairly obvious to an educated person what's fake and what's real, but uh, you just got to use your common sense, in my opinion. I use Wikipedia a lot. Yeah, the problem is, is I was looking at, like, music stuff, like, intervals on Wikipedia, and it was telling me yeah. wrong information. It was straight up telling what? me wrong information. Like, it was on what about a remember. C major chord. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go on, and it just told me the wrong intervals. Yeah. What but you've yeah. got to remember is, um, usually, there's those weird little numbers that are slightly above the line, in blue, in a little square bracket, after a fact or phrase or quote, and that's a citation. And when you click on it, it'll take you to the reference where the author of that bit of the Wikipedia article got their facts from. So mm. you, if there's no citations in a whole document, you start to think, oh, I don't know, it might not be that trustworthy. But something like the moon landings will be full of citations. You click on it, it takes yeah. you to the reference, you can see the quote, you can see the news article. Yeah, so, yeah, and it gives you a shit ton of sources. Callum also, summed it up for me. He said, um, oh, Wikipedia is like... He said he trusts it because it's like a collection of... A t- it's all the sources compressed into one, you know? Yeah, it's also open source. Um, I'm sure there's lots of studies about how open source is good. Um, Linux is open source, and there's a lot of open source software out there. People just I don't even know what open source is. <laughs> it's sort of like... Uh, have you ever used GitHub? No. <laughs> Essentially what it is, is if you have open source software, anyone can see it. And I'm not sure about this next bit, but I think anyone can make changes or additions. It's a bit like Wikipedia. With yeah. GitHub, um, you though, there's uh, sort of branches of code. So someone who's, you know, not admin kind of person would contribute to a branch. And then an admin would say, oh, that code makes sense. I'll merge it into the master of code. Yeah. And yeah, then merges everything together. It's I th- I think Wikipedia should have something like that, where some sort of expert is I don't know, 
looks through additions to be made. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, then you introduce bias, and you know if you have the same yeah. expert of the whole of Wikipedia, you can't. Wikipedia is a free service. Remember, they ask for donations. Uh, Do you reckon you know. they make much money? No, <laughs> I, I think it's a uh, not for profit. I don't think. How much money? Well, actually. Has- no. Oh, no, they ask for donations, but at the end of the day, they got to keep all these big servers up and running, I guess. They earned a total of 91 million in 2017. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Coming from ads, affiliates, or any paid service or and donations. Jesus oh, I never really Christ. noticed Wikipedia apps. Wikipedia ads, even. Oh, no, no, they don't do any of that. They don't do ads, affiliates, yeah. or paid services. They made all of it from donations. Fair play. Wow. I mean, that that is that is fair play. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, we haven't even gone to the first topic yet. Um. Actually, yeah, no, we have. So this this speech, the GCSE speech thing that we ah. did. Um. So <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about yours first, Luke. So talk about what yours was and just kind of explain it a little bit. So, sure, mine's about um, future of flight. That's what I started off with. I sort of wanted an umbrella topic. My teacher was like, hey, we need we need to know what you're doing. Like, a couple months ago, I was like, okay, I'll do future of flight. And then after a while, I was like, I don't know, do I? I'll, I'll, I'll decide, like, on a more precise area of that topic. I went with um, future of pilots, computerized pilots. Will we get rid of them? Will we keep them? That's what my argument is about. It's very interesting. Oh, yeah. You have to do a lot of research into it. Yeah. So that's okay. So that is um, that was Luke's, and then my one. Oh God! Fucking, <laughs> it's called. So is the big rip, right? Uh, did we? Did we? You know when we recorded it? Did we mention the fact that she asked me to change it? No, that was before. I don't think we did. That was she, I think it was a few days prior. I think in the week yeah. after we recorded. So asked I asked her, I wrote a three-page speech, and I asked her, I was like, oh, you know, miss, I'm persuading someone to believe my sub-theory versus science's sub-theory yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it makes sense. Which makes sense, because the entire speech is to persuade someone into your view yeah, versus something else. Yeah, you're it's going to work one way, and it's not going to work another way. That's persuasion. Yeah, yeah. No. But, uh, no, apparently not. <laughs> no. I changed no. my entire topic because apparently it's not persuasive. What does that, what does that even mean? I persuaded them <laughs> that it was a sub-theory, like, so now I'm just doing my entire thing on going against religion. I'm just, just taking out all the contradictions, all the contradictions and the, the dumb shit that comes out of religion. Yeah, um, I mean... I'm taking it out of that, and like it's from and it's the Big Bang theory essentially. So I'm just saying that how the Big Bang theory is true versus I'm I'm assuming that they're religious from a religious point of view, and I'm essentially what disproving. Yeah, I'm essentially disproving it. I'm saying like the Big Bang theory is right because religion is wrong, and I'm saying why religion's wrong. Some of the point, most of them, no, actually. All of them, I'm picking them out from the um, God made the earth in seven days. The Genesis Genesis one uh, one to one, I think. Yeah. So I was like, oh, um, you know, I was saying, so you're telling me God, like, built all of earth 
and it cooled by the third day. Like, I don't think it all that mass yeah. will cool in three days. Like, that just doesn't make any I mean, sense. Yeah, you've got to remember, though, that the, the Bible is... was written by everyday people, um, yeah. like, 2,000 years ago, and they did not have Large Hadron Colliders or big yeah. science institutes. So I think they... I am a bit agnostic with how I look at the Bible in that you can sort of see how some of it could be sort of scientifically right, even though it's, like, unreasonable. Like that whole yeah. first day God brought light. I mean, you could say that the Big Bang was a huge explosion and it was probably very bright, but it probably didn't happen in a day. You know, we've worked that out now. Yeah. Yeah, but how would, uh, like, how would they have witnessed that, let alone known that it happened? I guess they were... Jesus preached to them? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't think Jesus yeah. was a physics teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Jesus like trying to disprove his no, own religion. No. I, I imagine going to but physics like, classes with Jesus. The, what I... A point I brought up... Um, not, not, not obviously not in the speech, but in the podcast, which we did... It was meant to be episode two. I said that um, I think the Bible or some of the Bible was written when they started finding out about nar- uh, narcotics and such like psychedelic drugs. Yeah. So the, the shit they saw, the shit yeah. they saw, like God coming down and the the, the waves go into the side, Moses, you know, all that stuff. That could have just been some. Sort that of could have been just um, psychedelic hallucinations. Yeah, from influence yeah. from drugs, and they yeah, that's, decided that's to write about point. it the next day or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because how were they supposed to know that maybe they found a mushroom in the in the field or something <laughs> yeah, in a field, knows. and and they just and they just thought, oh, you know, it's just a bit of food, and then they ate maybe, it. Maybe they chucked it and on then the they started having hallucinations. Yeah, probably. Yeah, actually, that's true. And then they start having hallucinations and stuff. And they're like, why would they think it's from the mushroom? Because the mushroom, it probably, what, takes effect in like 30 minutes or something? Yeah, of course. Or yeah. 20 minutes or something. I don't know. I've never done mushrooms before. But, um, like, I when would that, like, they, they wouldn't expect it to be from the mushroom because it's just food. And that's yeah. when I think they started, um, since I knowing about psychedelic drugs. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe they did something to do with weed at some point. They probably didn't, but because realistically, sure. they'd they'd have to like the weed plant itself. If you ate it, like would that make you high? Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, or is it the fact guess, that you're burning the the weed that makes you it, high? At the end of the day, if the chemicals in that plant get into your bloodstream, it's going to happen. So, yeah, I reckon... Yeah, that's true. That's why weed brownies are a thing. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Um, so How have we gone from Jesus to weed brownies? But trust me, this is what podcasts are about. <laughs> just talking about any old shit. No, but... but um, on, the other, um, on the other hand, I like... But say you, you mentioned the splitting of the Red Sea uh, in the Bible. Um, I like to think, you know... They, they might have just... Word of mouth was the only way people really heard about stuff in those times, Roman times. Yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. The run, Someone, the runner someone could just come, fucking lied, and, you know? And then a runner would, another runner would come, and, you know, the message gets distorted along the way, like Chinese whispers. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think at the end of the day, what happened was they built a dam, or they built a bridge. 
and you know a crossing turned into stemming or stopping and they were like oh no they actually split the red sea and walked through i reckon they just built a dam or a bridge yeah but they, they say there's witnesses yeah, like the I mean, disciples of watching like Jesus and stuff do miracles and turning bread, uh, bread, uh, wine to wa- uh, water to wine. You know, maybe he was just a really good chemist. Is Jesus an alcoholic? Oh my God! Imagine if question. Jesus was, went to his disciples and was just like, "Hey boys, should you just write this book about like me doing loads of crazy stuff and then just see if it like gets popular?" <laughs> I mean, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon there was a guy called Jesus back in zero <laughs> AD. Yeah, you know, or I zero mean, BC, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, well, that's when he was it's not even so, before yeah. Jesus because it's zero. Actually, no, he, it's he the point like, that Jesus was born. So it is. Let's AD. write about my life, and let's write about me doing loads of random stuff, and then let's see if it like we can make a religion out of this. And then like a couple of years later, they're yeah. like, oh, people actually believe this. Okay, let's let's run with it. Thing that. is, right is. You know how, like, teenagers and us were, like, knobby as hell in school and shit, mm-hmm. and, like, we're all yeah. react, like, stupid. Do you reckon, like, teenagers back then and just adults, because adult, us, when we're probably going to be adults, we're more or less going to have reasonably the same uh, attitude and personality, you know? So... Um, well, you've got to remember, back then, the lifespan of a person would be much shorter. I think... It's probably, uh, like, 30 or 40 I mean, or something. look at... Look at Jesus. He only ended up being like thirty-three. I think. Like, yeah. No, he did get the, the like el- the elderly though. person back then. <laughs> yeah, the elderly person back then, I think, would have been in their sixties. That would have been like a really old person. So yeah, I mean, the definition of an and adult, sixty is like what? way below the average yeah. lifespan. I think it's something like eighties or something nowadays in the UK at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. I reckon, you know, the actions of teenagers and adults, it would have been similar. You know, teenagers being stupid and adults selling them off, etc. Yeah, it's, but it's like... hormones and stuff like that. Religion up. is like a very... It's a very controlling thing back then, and it's, it's, it's kind of stopping of now. In lots of countries, yeah, like third world countries more. But um, yeah. more back then, they were kind of like very... Is it, religion was everything, you know, like you. Yeah, I mean, you can you can see why if if you know they believed that praying would bring greater crop yields or allow the uh, cows to give healthy young stuff like that. Yeah, it, it seems the to thing make is sense. right is I think about it right. Um, it's a it's a really good idea. So you start something where it's all made from magic or whatever it is and um yeah. and it's all but you know you pray you act good you end Something up in heaven happens. and there's no I witnesses mean, but we promise that if you do it you'll end up in heaven and stuff and I'm you'll sure. get good promises and if you donate to the poor then you'll get um a built up wealth in heaven yeah. and it just seems like like a really good idea to control a society yeah, I mean, if you think about it, though, you could have someone say, like, you know, uh, if 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 you're a good person all your life, people will come to remember it, and they'll probably treat you better and give you preference over people who are not nice, and that probably ended up with those people having slightly better lives. And yeah. um, I guess you could say... Um, oh, no, I just completely lost my train of thought. Oh, no. <laughs> what I'm doing? Come, come back. It's, it's coming back. Hang on, give me a second. 
Come up with those yeah. cool facts it's... that you'd just... Oh, no, yeah, I remember now. So people uh, going from magic to religion and uh, sort of praying and trusting. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all intertwined, isn't it? It's very strange, part of human history. Yeah, the fact that there's no logical explanation behind it. Like, you think about it, like... Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they're probably... They probably, like, something happened. They prayed, and then it got better, and there was a solution. They were like... Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. Wait, yeah, like, so Whoa. you're telling me I can talk to this person who I've never met in my life, and he can make things get better? Fuck yeah. 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 Make it a religion! Like, yeah, let's make a religion out of this. I mean, yeah. you know, if people put in five minutes of time a day to get a bigger meal at the end of the day, then, you know, I'm sure that's the risk they would have taken in back yeah. in those times. It was, it was yeah, a solace, isn't it? You know, people who did badly, they'll probably be like, you know, they didn't pray. They, they weren't a good yeah. uh, Christian. Yeah. Um, what do you think the chance there is of life being out there, Luke? Whoa, that's a big conversation change. I'm in religious mm-hmm. mode, Theo. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, well, I don't know. You were talking to me about the Fermi paradox. I'm still not 100% sure what that actually is. Well, it's um, the fact that there is so much... Um, so No, sorry. It's the fact that there is um, such little evidence, but there is a sh- massive estimation that there is life out there. So there's very little evidence of life, oh, yeah. but yeah, there's a huge yeah. estimation. But there's a very yeah. logical explanation for that paradox. It's because we don't have the technology to explore any of that yet. So th- there is so much we haven't explored yet. Of so course. we can make high estimations, although we have low, ev- low evidence. Yeah, you say like, oh, you know... Um, but we make high estimations of the amount of species in the sea that we haven't discovered yet. Yes, we have oh, no evidence because we hundreds. haven't been there yet. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So it's just it's it's pretty think, self-explanatory. What? Go on. I think it's similar to um, sort of this is quite relevant. Uh, COVID testing. I think you know you could say you have forty thousand cases because you tested forty thousand, but you might have one hundred twenty thousand because you just didn't test yeah. one hundred twenty thousand. I think it's similar. Yeah, that that's way. that's true. Yeah, yeah, because um, there's like you only you can only estimate that like that you're essentially saying with the Fermi paradox is you can only estimate with the evidence you've got, but that just yeah. doesn't make sense because if you that what's the point in estimating then because you've already got the answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, zero. So like, <laughs> even the though, po- yeah, exactly. The point in estimating is that you make predictions and you predict for the future. So when technology does get more advanced, then we can explore and find out the answer. It's an estimation. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether the estimation's right or wrong. Maybe it's a hypothesis. Same thing. But like, you know, you have to remember that the first rocket only took off like seventy years ago or something like that. The V two yeah. rocket and. The amount that humanity has advanced since then is unbelievable. But you've got to remember, humans have been around for so many tens of thousands of years, and this is this is the technology boom that's happening right now. What do you think, think was the trigger of that? Like, what do you think happened that was like, oh, lot, shit, you know? A lot of people put it down to the invention of the transistor. That's what made, like, real computers start to come about from, you know, uh, sort of oh, armaturium. Yeah making his computer and then i don't i can't remember where it happened but someone invented the transistor it's an electrical component i yeah. can't remember exactly what it does i think it's like a yeah, logical thing I. it's like a if this then that kind of 
component. Yeah, like a yeah, like a t- um, kind of like gate uh, track. It's a sort of like a logical uh, switch. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean uh, like a um like you know the train and you have like you pull on the lever and it chooses to go a different way instead. It's kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah sort I know of, what you mean. Yeah, but but the pulling of the switch to move, uh, pulling of the lever to move the the train will be dictated by a computer then. Um, yeah. And another thing is all this technology revolution happened after World War Two. Think about it, you know, so many, it, it was, it's the, the worst war I think humanity's ever had in, in mes- recent years, obviously. And yeah. so many new technologies were invented for use in warfare that ended up getting turned into having a civilian commercial use. Look at the atomic bomb, for example, you know, uh, after yeah. the war, they were like, wow, a sec, what do we do with these nukes? Oh, you can make power with it. You can use it for yeah. cancer treatment. You can use it for all sorts of things. Um, mm. uh, you look at the um, the German Wunderwaffe uh, aircraft with the jet engines, and you know that's sort of where commercial airliners came from. You know, massive advancements yeah. made by a country that was falling apart, and had to look to its best scientists to save it essentially. Yeah, at the, the end of the day, industrial capacity you know, wasn't they came, there, so they can They came to science, not religion. Yeah, well, I mean, religion was banned in, uh, did not see <laughs> Germany. Uh, no mind then. Um, a transistor, also known as a BJT, uh, in brackets, bipolar junction transistor, is a current-driven semiconductor device which can be used to control the flow of electric current with a small amount of current in the base uh, lead controls a, a large current between the collector and emitter. So it it is it is a like a like a switch. It's basically what I said. Let's be honest. What is a transistor in simple explanation? A transistor (laughs) is a miniature electrical component that can do two different jobs. It can work either as an amplifier or a switch. When it works, it... Yeah, okay, that's really simple. Thanks. Explain that stuff.com. Just uses 100 words to use what you could just do in 10. You could say a gate that decides shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, like, the death... I... 100% 100% think there is life out there. I 100%. If this isn't a simulation, I 100% life think life is out there. Nah, this is definitely a simulation. I reckon <laughs> the next level is finding life out there and then seeing how we react to them. Yeah. Thing is, we might not even get to type 3 civilization before we get um, like exterminated, you know? How, mu- how long do you reckon there is left of humanity? Um, experts predict that within 10,000 years, something catastrophic will happen to Earth. Like an v- extreme viral pandemic, much worse than the one we're currently going through. Uh, mm-hmm. Nuclear, massive nuclear exchange, uh, asteroid impact, uh, gamma ray burst. If you hear of those, they're pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I was going to say there's something like that. Um, there's something that's like, what, six light years away that's going to explode very yeah, soon um, and it's like it's gonna sh- and we're on one of the polar sides yeah it's very unpredictable uh, you know that's just the universe for you but the chances you know I, I was reading actually earlier about the Chelyabinsk uh, meteorite no mm. warning and uh, there, there was no warning at all and then this town in Russia just got air bursted by oh yeah I saw that uh, there's lots of da- dash cam footage of it came in brighter than the sun and just blew up all the windows in the entire town 
and there was mm. no warning at all. It wasn't even tracked by NASA or anyone. So how did know, they? Clearly how does that? How does that happen without getting like under like someone's like satellite uh, satellites or radars or whatever? Like how do they not notice? I I don't know. Were yeah, they just like taking so... a piss or something on like a piss break, and then all of a sudden <laughs> meteor meteorites just like get get off your piss break, get back to your fucking desk. Because you, you're going to blow me up with some counter-missiles or something, you know? <laughs> I don't think a meteorite's ever been, like, shot down. Although that would be really cool, but... Um... Yeah, I don't think that would even be possible. Would that even be possible? Because a meteorite is, like, sub, like, 200 kilometers, isn't it? I think, I think the kind of meteorite that people will be very worried about would be bigger than about 100 meters across. Uh, oh Christ! Start to get seriously worried. The Chelyabinsk um, meteorite was sixty meters across. And, well, the one oh, that no, no, sorry, that crashed it was into 20, Russia. Twenty meters across. Yeah, twenty meters across. It, the one in Russia was twenty meters across, and that and you're telling me that blew up windows. Yes. Yeah. That's tiny. Um, That's like the size of like two houses. Yeah, yeah. That's all it took. It was so fast. Um. It just happened so quickly. Um, was that speed that did that? Or that's crazy because yes. that's tiny. That is like really small for that to. It, that it burnt up though, didn't it? It burnt up in yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah, of course. Yeah, let me have a look for you now. There's a there was a massive smoke trail. And it just sort of blew up as it hit the lower atmosphere. How big that would is, it have to be for anything to touch the ground? It actually did touch the ground. It, it smashed a massive. Oh, didn't hole it like flatten trees? Uh, I swear to God, it like it smashed it in like did. a big It smashed forest. a lot of windows. I think 1,500 people. Well, when it injuries. crashed or when it was coming in? When it was coming in. Uh, obviously, what happened, the scary thing with explosions is that people never remember that there's a delay between the explosion and the shockwave. And in Chelyabinsk, I think that was actually a couple of minutes, people oh, yeah, and saw the light of this huge explosion in the sky. Obviously, they all went to their windows to watch it. And then, and then all a of a sudden, instant, bang, and then they just... All the windows were gone, and all the glass was in them. Christ. I don't know if you've, know if you've seen... Um, there's a clip. I hope they make, like, a documentary on that or something, you know? Like of, Chernobyl. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. Of um, they, they get a pumpkin, and they smash glass in front of it, like, in a what a nuclear bomb would do. And the the pumpkin is just unrecognisable after the window explodes. It's just It's just gone. And it's similar to a human Yeah, because I can imagine, because it's just, like, hundreds of shards inside it. Yeah. Um, the Chelyabinsk meteorite had 12,000 to 13,000 tonnes, and it was high velocity, so that's why it exploded. Jesus. Uh, it generated a bright flash, producing a hot cloud of da- dust and gas, uh, and many small fragmentary meteorites. What's it called? Uh, I'm going to show an image on the uh, YouTube video. Ch- Ch- Chelyabinsk meteor. A near-Earth asteroid that fell over Russia in 2013. Ch- uh, I want to show them pictures. Asteroid. I'm just looking now. I'm interested in asteroid impact. Damn, that's so scary, though. It is very scary. Um, oh, yeah, there was a huge smoke to be trail. Fair, the, the one that... Um, killed off the dinosaurs was six miles wide um and that six miles that, that was uh, an extinction event essentially it just that's killed also everything. tiny 
six miles uh, that's pretty big for a meteorite well oh for a meteorite uh, nah, but you got yeah. you got to think like six miles is what actually it's no six miles is huge. That's pretty 10, big. Ten thousand meters. Because that's like five hundred times. That's like Talbot Green and back like three times, four times. <laughs> that's yep. actually really big. That's very big. Um, oh Christ! That's um. My God, that's actually fucking huge. That's th- no wonder but that made com- an extinction. The Earth is tiny, but the damage it's like the whole of South Wales. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, what is that's mental? Um, I'm gonna. Uh, I've just downloaded a photo. I'm gonna put it up now. Um, ah, oh, that's fucking mental. I'm gonna turn my brightness up so I can show them. No, stupid phone. There's an asteroid terrestrial impact last alert system, which is apparently in operation, that conducts scans of the sky with a view to later stage detection on the collision stretch of the asteroid orbit, much too late for deflection, but enough time for evacuation of the Earth region. But, I mean, that's... How much time does it give? Uh, let's see. Probably like 20 or 30 minutes, right? <laughs> Probably like five minutes. It's like you know, massive. Oh yeah, that uh, evacuation, my ass. You get what? <laughs> how we? This is gonna. Everything's just gonna be destroyed. Uh yeah, it's it's pretty horrific. It's it's just an. And what are they gonna do in five minutes? Well, they're gonna drive down to like Tesco's, uh, pretty much. It's a non-nuclear bomb, essentially. It's huge. I think the Chelyabinsk one was like five hundred fifty kiloton explosion. Uh, they were probably quite lucky it happened so high up. People on the ground could yeah. feel the heat. Um, it doesn't seem to mention uh, how long it gives you, to be fair. Well, yeah, because it probably never happened. <laughs> no, they're probably like, oh, yeah, we'll just tell Can't them. Can't really test works, it. You know. yeah. um, Let's launch right, an asteroid at Earth, see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. Um, Think about that, though. Technically, right, if you went on the moon and shot a bullet... Uh, yes, at the Earth, actually, that no. would that would <laughs> it, reach it would, the atmosphere. It, it would it would dissolve on on reaching the atmosphere. Obviously, but it would reach the atmosphere. I suppose you could see if the detection systems worked, but for something the size of a bullet, uh, there's a yeah, lot no, of stuff no, that that's definitely not going to do anything. You, uh, nah, if you've got a huge good. spaceship, uh, I don't know. They can track things that are bigger than like a couple meters across. I think, but I don't know why the Chelyabinsk one never came up. It's just, it's just too it's unbelievable much how it just goes like, ah, oh, that's ridiculous. That's so scary. Because at any point in time, there could be a meal that could fuck us up. You know. Yeah, you just gotta take life as it comes, I guess. Enjoy it while it life lasts. Life lessons with Luke Beasley. Yep. <laughs> what if do you think? Meet- so Elon Musk on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, well, I think it was like six months ago or something. He talked yeah. about how. Joe Rogan said, what are the chances that we're living in a simulation? And Elon Musk said, pretty much almost certain. Yeah. Not, not certain, because nothing is certain. Yeah. You don't know anything. Certain. Um, I don't know why they use certain. Well, obviously, cause certain because it's hypothetical, but uh, in maths. Yeah. But, like, you couldn't... Because, re- you know, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, <laughs> 
Actually, no, because you, you couldn't know a certain. The thing is, right, is you don't know anything certain, so you never know, as you're about to answer yeah. a question, is two plus two four? Impossible. Well, mathematical truth. Certain. Yeah, it's certain, but then literally yeah. news could come out the <laughs> the time that you're writing. Evidence Breaking shows news. that two plus two, two equals plus three, two not four. Is not you know what four. I mean? <laughs> so you can't be certain about it, because it could yeah, just change no. the number system. Like, it's... Um, Especially yeah, about the number system, because it's all like it's an it's 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 not even like real. It's not a physical thing, you know. Yeah, you can't it's, you can't be certain about anything. You can't be brain. certain you'll take a nut. You can't be certain you'll take your next breath. You know. Yeah, the only thing that's certain in life, they say, is death. Yeah, which is sad. <laughs> yeah, because everything has to come to an end, even people yeah. who are. Yes, that's actually very true because people who. You get like a mortal. Let's say they like gave you a pill which made you immortal um, yeah. to age in. You would yeah. obviously die of a natural accident over the y- years that you live. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's, you it's will die. Inevitable. Someone it's inevitable. Because the final, the yeah. final goal of particles and everything is to be in a solid state of to be at rest. No yeah. energy to be at rest and yeah. have no energy, no kinetic or potential which energy. Sort of links into your big rip theory. Yeah, um, in yeah, in the way that everything. Oh no, that's, just that's gotta... the big freeze, isn't it? That's the big freeze. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, the big freeze where everything just dies off, all energy's gone after trillions of years. The last red dwarf is dead. Yeah, and it's and just I guess black the big and it's crunch nothing. Is then that everything stops and then everything slowly starts to gravitate to get to. Uh, yeah, people believe that it's like a um a cycle. So that happens. The universe expands. It goes expands really fast, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it just collapses in on itself, and yeah. then it's the Big Bang again. Yeah, exactly. So then it goes and it collapses explosion. in on itself. Then boom, and then it all sort explodes. Of recycling of the universe. Yeah. So recycling yeah. isn't something made by humans. It's a natural process of the universe. It's, 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 it's what the universe does when it's uh, when it's bin day. You know. Yeah, the, but when it's the bin day, they just <laughs> chuck a fucking human. Put, put the universe out in the street in the bin bag. Keeping on that hypothesis then, that theory, Pardon? keeping on that theory, do you reckon in the yeah. next cycle, there'll be there'll be another civilization? Uh, yeah, I reckon there are lots of civilizations out there. It's just the universe is so huge, we could never hope to find them all. You know, you you've seen those pictures of every star we've ever spotted. It's like a hundred billion or something ridiculous. And then all of those stars have planets. You'd have to get a really good computer to look through them. The thing is, what's fucked up about that is right is you've got to be on different sides of the planet. So if I look up in the stars now, I probably see about like a couple hundred stars in my view, in my viewing angle, turning round. Then I'd have to drive to the other side of the planet to get another, and you have to go everywhere. You know what I mean? And it's it's going to be a painful um... ass process because you've got to go like on every single inch because maybe one inch to the right could reveal like two new stars. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's why they have equatorial. Uh, telescopes, so they just, as the Earth goes round, they get a nice picture of the whole 360 degree image. Yeah, well, um, um but yeah, um, what do you like? I do. What do you reckon the 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 keeping on that theory again? What do you reckon the new like uh life will like look like? Because they'll have different. Si- they'll be in a different situation to us. We won't have. I, I Earth again. It'll be quite similar, actually. Because I think yeah, because life if, will... Yeah, it, for it, life it, to... Uh, go on, go on. The, the, well, you know, they've just said that apparently life could exist on Venus in, in uh, you know, what's d- 
undisputably the most uh, nastiest planet that you could set foot on uh, life-wise. But I I reckon life is tough. Uh, You know, it's hard to suddenly get life. Uh, Earth, obviously, apparently. You need water. That's what you need. Um, Yeah, they say, right, Venus rains acid, right? Yeah. Acid's still water, though. (laughs) Yes, the life there would become resistant to acid, theoretically. Obviously, it can't develop to the size of humans because that's just impossible. Uh, You know, for the heat and the pressure, you just can't grow big. Um, Yeah, but there's still uh, there'll still be life. I reckon on an Earth, a similar to Earth planet with similar atmosphere. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a similar atmosphere, but like stuff like similar pressure, similar temperature, sort of similar environments with rainforests deserts and sort of grasslands i reckon a human-like or monkey-like civilization would come about i reckon there would be stark uh, differences bi- what's it is it called biped or something or whatever biped, it is like, yeah when you walk on two legs yeah so like they would inevitably develop biped um in a yeah. atmosphere like in a wind because if you have extreme like forces then that would be yeah. kind of understandable not to be a biped because you get constantly get blown over. Yeah, the animals but, would be small and flat to the ground. It's yeah, they'd be very flat, yeah. But like, and then you'd have to develop a method of hunting flat animals, and how would you get better at that with massive claws or something? I don't know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But they wouldn't be... Um, definitely wouldn't be bipeds because they obviously they get blown over. But like, biped is is like the more efficient way of tra- traversing like any type of terrain because you have more efficient of traversing and just overall tasks because you have two extra limbs. I think it's better because obviously limbs. Yeah, you have your two hands that develop into more uh, useful, you know, hands like They're all t- it's a tools, you know, you can make like tools. Feet yeah. You can make a tool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, gorillas have been shown to use tools. They use a little stick to get termites out of a termite mound or something like that. But you know, yeah. they don't. I don't. Not sure if they have a opposable thumb. I think we found out on episode two, actually. I remember that. Yeah. Just before it all went to pot. They do. They do. Um. Yeah. So that opposable thumb is very helpful. Yeah. Because you can grip it's... stuff properly. Yeah, like because you've got to think about it. Like you can grab stuff at an angle. Yeah. Instead of, of it just being like. You, know, you look at a dog's paw. How are they supposed to pick stuff up? That's why they use their mouth. Oh, um, I was just going to say because it's got no fingers. It's just like <laughs> nails. But yeah, yeah. the little pads are their fingers. It's just they've never, never developed. Oh, yeah. What I find um, crazy, though, is how dogs have developed to be different breeds. and like Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Have like, different, why, how like, can you have something... Like, if you were an alien, right, and you came to look at a pug and a wolf you would not think they're the same um they're the yeah. same like the, let alone it's, like what is it genus or uh genus and species just species or just animal you wouldn't think it's the same animal but they yeah, are exactly. they're, they're the exact same animal um and it's they're ridiculous. morphologically different that's that's what the word is they're morphologically it's like, different it's all from humans though because they we bred them yeah we essentially what happened was like take the collie for example I don't know, farmers in... Uh, I but think what, what can you breed with if there was only one species? What they did is they got the dogs they had and then they took the ones that had the good qualities they wanted. I don't know, fast runner, intelligent, healthy, um, good at rounding up sheep. And then they bred those ones together and didn't breed the other ones. 
And then over hundreds of years, they would have sort of like refined the genes of those dogs and then eventually would have formed breeds. Like, but, but it's then... so weird how that affects the brain of the dog. Because I take my dog, my collie, into a field of sheep and immediately he sees them and he's like, it's like he's a different dog. He goes low to the ground. Yeah. He's he's in hunting mode. He wants to round up those sheep now. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how they see you versus other other animals. Like they go to hunt squirrels and sheep, but they recognize yeah. you as humans and you're friendly. Like yeah, it's because they were, I swear uh, to god animals don't have a conscience. Like I swear they don't like think or have like emotions or whatever. Or yeah, I reckon they have emotion. They definitely have emotion, but yeah. I mean, like they they're just they're just not they just don't have conscience conscience. Um, con- I just think like, there's still at a point where they're to to think about like philosophical stuff and creation of tools. It's not at their intelligent it's, level. It's yet. just it's just not efficient for them because they're probably more interested in getting food. I mean, humans were definitely at a similar point at some point in our development. Yeah, obviously, we, yeah. And eventually, a time would have come where we where someone would have gone. Hang on a sec. I've got more time to think and learn than I have to like act on my own survival. So it probably would have been about when the Indus Rev, uh, Indus Valley River civil no Indus River Valley Jeez. civilization yeah. came about in uh, the Middle East. I think about two thousand years ago. No, no, no it would have been more than that. Two thousand BC, yeah, I think. More. And um, and what happened then was people started having houses uh, and people started developing into stationary communities rather than being nomads and moving around. And what happened then is because they weren't interested in moving and picking up tents and finding new prey and learning more about their environment, they were sort of like, I have more time to, you know, learn and become intelligent rather than just, you know, trying to find food all the time. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's like... Because you would... Because um, all of a sudden, right... One person would be like, "Hold up, what? What am I? You know, like, yeah. what? What are these things around me? And uh, you know, why am I alive? Because yeah. a dog doesn't think, why am I alive?' They're alive. They don't get like depression and like, well, you know. Yeah, wanna... I mean, in, until I, we I reckon, a no, talking d- dog will never. I know. don't think they think. I don't think dogs think like I want to die. You know, I don't I, think they uh, think that dogs do get depressed. Uh, I know they get depressed. I, I don't think they get I don't suicidal. think they think about their existence or the suicidal thoughts. No, they're just really sad. I think. Yeah, and then yeah, they just yeah, end up having weird. less energy, which is natural because depression obviously is like the chemical imbalance of having a lack it, of like it, it takes away your or whatever. dopamine or something. Yeah. Yeah, so you just end up having less energy overall, yeah. which is natural. Yeah. That's natural being like depressed and stuff. Like it's chemically and it makes sense in the brain. Ke- yeah, chem- but as ke- a, chemically, if you think about it, but like having suicidal thoughts, you you wouldn't, you only have suicidal thoughts when you begin to think about your existence and the fact that you're that actually much. alive. Yeah. Because when you think you about think it that much, it, like humans have, which is why we only have suicidal thoughts and dogs yeah. probably don't. We have so much free time that we are allow we allow ourselves to succumb to these thoughts. Um, I think it's some free time. Dog. My dog's or a no. fat little shit. All she does is sit around the sofa and oh, no, eat. No, she has a <laughs> shit ton of free time. I don't know. I suppose dogs have always got so much going on. You know, With there's what? so much to learn about the world rather than to 
It's, uh, it's amazing how lit, how much, how lit, how much little stuff will entertain them. Yeah, like they just get entertained uh, by the littlest shit or their entire dog's life. My favorite game is to just sit at the top of the stairs, get the ball, roll it down the stairs, and wait for someone to throw it back up to the top. He loves that. He likes watching it roll down the stairs. It just doesn't make sense. It's like okay, you want to sit there all day. It's because it's they're so between like, me throwing not, it up and coming back. <laughs> <laughs> they're not developed in te- they're not developed in their brain enough to the point where they can they find repetitive tasks boring. But oh no, I reckon they do they do find repetitive do. tasks boring if they were boring to begin with, I reckon. You know, yeah, but throwing you, a ball you, up like I'd get sick of that after about what, three tries? Yeah, yeah. That's because we're like intelligently more developed. You have better things to do. Yeah, exactly. But dogs don't. They're just like yeah, Yeah. ball. They're very happy to just go yeah. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I don't understand why they love the ball so much. My dog will—he's just a missile if you throw a ball. Will betide anything that's in his way of uh, of the ball. It will die. (laughs) Dogs are the best. They are. I, I, I love know. them so much. Cats, cats are the worst. Yeah, I fucking hate cats. They're so selfish. They're they just, just like, look at you, you know. And I like, want to come into yeah. I want to come into this. Um, I'm gonna pee on house, your floor. Only to get food. I'm it? gonna piss on yeah. I'm gonna piss on your floor. I'm gonna eat your food and leave when I feel like like. But dogs are just like I'm gonna piss on your floor. Probably shit as well. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna do it on and your eat floor. your food. And but I'm gonna, look I'm gonna really love guilty. you. I'm gonna love you. Be cute as hell. You know, yeah. like there's just. There's very and also little do, cons. do fun stuff, like giving you their paw and stuff, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does nothing, but it's quite heartwarming. It just doesn't make sense. I, I don't know what's compa- up they with give you cats. They're just such moody they? bitches, but like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's about it. We've just crossed an hour, and yeah. it's coming up to nine o'clock, so let's... let's ah, it's nearly my bedtime, Theo. Silly your bedtime. Gotta, gotta my read brain those encyclopedias. Gotta read those encyclopedias and get more intelligent. Yeah, my brain's expanding. If that's even possible, I don't yeah. think it is. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, let's not get self-obsessed now, Luke. Oh and yes. Let's not, not get a big ego. Don't worry, I'm not like that. T- tell them I'm not like that, Theo. Tell them, please. That, no, he's actually not like that. He's yeah. he's very humble. Well, Callum Thank is you. not humble. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's, he's like, like you. I know everything. He's like you, a little less intelligent, and a not l- humble less... in any way. I swear yeah. to God, he thinks he's like a god complex or some shit. Like he's always just like he laughs at the shit I say. If he's a little bit dumb. He's just like, <laughs> my intelligence <laughs> like, no, is Theo. six times six hundred point five times above that. Get oh, on my fucking up, level. This yeah, it can be quite shop. demeaning, can't it? Callum, you fucking annoy me. Thank you, <laughs> everyone, for listening. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That's a good way to end. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Talking Music Podcast, episode four. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, subscribe, like, follow on Instagram, Mixolydia Music Productions. Um, join our Discord. Uh, and go to my website for all those links, www.mixolidiumusic.co.uk. Swipe all the way to the bottom and you'll have all the links, Instagram, YouTube, and Discord. Um, and Spotify will be there soon when this is uploaded. Actually, no, it'll be there when you see this because shut the fuck up. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> oh everyone. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me.